0: our topic today is ibm trirega and maximo i'm joined by lisa barkley trirega product management leader at ibm and david castilla program director for the maximo product management at ibm lisa and dave thank you very much for joining the podcast today Hey, good afternoon, Tracy. Glad Thanks, to Tracy. be here.
1: Thanks, so, Tracy. Great to be here with you.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a really good topic we're going to talk about today. You know, when we look at real estate solutions, uh, we look at facilities management, asset management. The name that's constantly in the lead on, on any magic quadrant, anywhere you look at ratings, is IBM. And specifically, IBM Tririga and IBM Maximo. And I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about that. Lisa, can you uh, maybe give us a little bit of an overview of TriRiga?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, so TriRiga, as you know, is a world-leading market, sorry, a market-leading integrated workplace management solution, which gives you a suite of capabilities that meet the demands of managing buildings and other corporate or real estate assets in a way that encourages you know optimal use of space, cost savings, and an elevated occupant experience. Um, it can effectively manage real estate from the onboarding of the space to the use and management of it to the disposal of the space. And Trey, helps you get the most out of your space, you know, responding helping you respond quickly to disruptions and improving the employee experience with user-friendly applications that are accessible when you need them. Um, this includes everything from real-time occupancy insights, dynamic space planning, real-time occupancy monitoring, room reservations, um, a conversational AI assistant move management, and wayfinding. Um, It also can streamline lease administration and accounting, um, help you maximize your facility operations and maintenance efficiency, and improve your project cycle times, eliminate budget overruns, and remove bottlenecks and analyze project risks to improve your project planning.
0: So TRIRIGA is fascinating to me from that standpoint because it's a very wide product. It really has, you know, we talk about the five pillars of TRIRIGA. We, we look at really portfolio planning. What do we want to do with real estate? We go through that transaction process and all the different components of, decide, of site identification. You know, do we want to acquire it? Do we want to lease it? Uh, are we going to buy something and renovate it? You know, what, what's the, what we want to do there, then we have to the lease management side, especially with all the changes to lease accounting uh, that, that TriRiga supports. Once we have that site, then often we'll use the Trirega pillar for capital projects. We may have to renovate. Maybe we're building a new location. And of course, we have to manage that space and get the most value for our space once we have it. Uh, and And as you were saying, you've got to maintain that space. You've got to keep your buildings, your facilities in top condition. And one of the pieces I think that's really coming into more prominence these days now, of course, is the sustainability piece. The TriRiga, we call it TREES, the TriRiga Real Estate Sustainability Functionality that, that really takes us through this whole life cycle. You know, we have it. We've got the building. And then at some point we have a disposition project that gets rid of the building. Maybe that's 10, 20, 30 years from now. But TriRiga runs that building from the time you're even thinking about a, something until you're done with it. It's, it's a really big product. But, but along those lines, though, because of all that functionality, you know there's a lot of point solutions out there that say, well, we can do capital projects best or we can do lease management best or we can do just sustainability uh, rather than a, a product like Trirega that covers it all. Um, you know why should a company use a product like Trirega?
1: Yeah, and I think the challenge is that point solutions are just that. They handle a single domain of real estate and facility management only. If you wanna implement a complete solution to handle the complex building life cycle that you just described, there's a lot of work and subsequently cost required to integrate the point solutions, which don't often play very well together. Plus then you're dealing with multiple vendors with different licensing and contracting and support models and version timelines and so on. You know, TriRiga's strength lies in the integration of the real estate and facility data and processes in the one system with a common platform and shared data and the ability to automate processes across all the domains throughout that complex building lifecycle. This eliminates a lot of the integration costs and the risks of those integrations breaking. And then we've really doubled down on this complete solution um, model with the recent introduction of the TriRiga application suite, which will unite all of the TriRiga capabilities into a single suite with a simplified licensing model as well as supporting hybrid cloud deployments, deployments via the containerization on Red Hat OpenShift. So, why would you want to enter your information about your real estate, your facilities, and your spaces into multiple systems when you can just do that once with TriRega and use the data across the room reservations and space management, project management, maintenance and operations, and lease administration and accounting?
0: Yeah, you know the TriRiga portfolio certainly is very powerful. Uh, the people, places, and things, as we've called it for a long time with Trirega, it's a foundational data uh, of that you build across the other pieces of the TriRiga product. I mean, you can go into a building in Trirega, and and I consider that just the most amazing functionality, frankly, in Trirega, because I can go into a building and see everything about it. I can see any projects that have done. I can look at my space, my my cost allocations. I can look at projects. I mean, it's amazing. Any, any contract associated with my facility. And if I'm managing a facility, I can open my building up in Tri-Riga and never leave there all day and get my work done. I, it's that single source of truth about everything, real estate and facilities. And I, I think that's an amazing accomplishment versus point solutions, that maybe there are a point solution that does something really well, but Tri-Riga is so tightly uh, woven together as a, that integrated workplace management solution that it just, in, in my mind, makes a lot of sense. So, um, you know, riga has been around a long time. It goes back, what, 25 years or longer, maybe closer to 30 at this point. It goes back a long ways. Before it was even called Riga. it was actually had a couple of other names. And I mean, I go back 16 years with Riga, so I've been in it a while and, and I'm not even one of the old hands, if you will. Uh, you know, there's a lot of there's newer technologies out there and and uh, there's newer ideas and stuff out there. But so so why is Trirega the better choice even from that perspective?
1: Yeah, you're right. Trirega has been around a long time, but that's because it's an enterprise solution that really meets the needs of the facility and real estate management professionals. You know, it's it's proven technology that's evolved and been modernized and has been enhanced over the years to continue meeting those needs. Um, The TriRiga application platform provides powerful configuration tools that provide the flexibility for the system to adapt to the needs of the customer's complex business processes. You know, newer solutions, especially some of those that are just starting out might look great on the surface, but they often lack the depth of functionality and the industry expertise and the field testing that is needed to have a really robust global solution. You know, while TriRiga has been around a while, it continues to be a recognized market leader you know, it was recently recognized in the IDC IWMS marketscape for 2021 2020 um, as as a definitely a market leader
0: you know um, the thing about that or the thing i heard that i find really interesting is the word proven you know trirega is a proven solution it it sets a standard it follows best practices and it's always evolving, it's not a dinosaur. It has something that, that has evolved based on what the users and the customers come back with. And that's really interesting. And, and I would add too, I think congratulations to the IBM team because you recently won the IFMO award uh, for using Trirega in terms of workplace management and bringing people back to work. Uh, I think that the fact that IBM uses its own software solution to run its global space to me, is a statement unto itself. So, um, you know, twenty twenty two is right around the corner. What kind of roadmap items do you see out there, uh, Lisa?
1: Yeah, well, I feel like asking us what's on the is a bit of a trick question because everybody knows that IBM Legal won't let us share specifics without a legal disclaimer. So, uh, for anyone listening to this, no making any purchasing purchasing decisions based on anything I'll share now because obviously our Release plans are always subject to change. Um, But, you know, as we're looking ahead to the next year, we're definitely planning to to continue to enhance our TriRiga application suite to add in additional TriRiga components like building insights and indoor maps and continuing to take advantage of the capabilities of Red Hat OpenShift to improve automation and provisioning of updates. Um, We're also continuing to focus on workplace experience with significant enhancements to our room reservations and desk reservation apps Um, expansion of our space planning capabilities, and enhancing more of our interfaces, along with supporting new lease accounting standards like GASB 87 for state and local government entities. Um, We're also looking at expanding our use of our AI capabilities to take advantage of more of the data in TriRiga and to provide insights beyond space utilization and occupancy.
0: That's interesting. So just continuation of product improvement and and I think a lot of the things that are happening around like with UX and all are very important because the user interface is, is so nice in UX and the mobile capabilities. It's, it's really good. Now, I've always uh, described Trirega and, and when I compare it to Maximo as Trirega is this 200 kilometer wide um, product, but it's 50 kilometers deep. It solves many, many problems across the entire real estate industry and uh when I look at Maximo and I, I see that as more 50 miles or 50 kilometers wide and 200 kilometers deep, it's a little narrower focus, but it really goes to great details. And, uh, you know, at least I'll, I'll kind of wrap up with you here about about that a little bit, because I know that uh, Trirega and Maximo have a relationship to each other as well.
1: Yeah, when it comes to real estate and facilities management, Tririga and Maximo are definitely complementary solutions. Um, and, you'll, you know, you'll often hear us talk about operations and maintenance with both of the products, but there's a key difference there. You know, TriRiga is great for the operations and maintenance of the building assets. You know, think about things like the carpets, the furniture, the roof, the bathroom supplies, the, you know, the HVAC. You know, in some industries like um, corporate real estate or education, that might be the, all of the capabilities that you need. But then, in many under other industries, maximals needed where you've got larger or more expensive assets, or where there's mission critical assets like in a, ho- a factory or a hospital, um, assets that need to be carefully monitored and maintained to keep um, keep them operational and reduce the maintenance costs. So that's where you know maximal really shines. And we'll let Dave get into the specifics around maximal.
0: Great segue to you, Dave. Thank you very much, Lisa, for the. The discussion on Tririga. And, and Dave, I know Maximo is something you specialize in quite well. And um, you know, Maximo is known throughout the world. It's been around a while. I mean, why, why is that? Why is Maximo such a renowned product?
2: Yeah, you know, it has um, similar pedigree to Tririga. You mentioned Tririga being around for, you know, 30 years or so. Maximo is in the same boat, right? It's evolved over time. And, you know, why is it, out there, very similar enterprise application. The customers who use it, typically in asset-intensive industries, um, use it to run their business. And so, you know, over that time, we've, you know, got customers in all these asset-intensive industries around the globe that have, as the product has grown and they've grown their business, their dependency on Maximo has also grown. And um, you know, one of the key things, and I think we do this with TriRiga as well you kind of talked about it earlier, is we listen to the customers and try to incorporate, you know, their requirements into the evolution of the product. And that's been a key, you know, key part of making, keeping Maximo um, in the forefront and as a leader in the market.
0: I think, um, you know, Maximo fascinates me because it's not just a, a generic product as much as you can get very industry specific. Uh, You know, you can pick kind of variations. I'm not sure that's the right terminology for that, but tell me more about that.
2: Yeah. So, you know, the core Maximo capability meets the needs of customers across lots of different industries. But in some segments, um, there are industry specific requirements, such as in the oil and gas space or in utilities for um, you know, the transmission and distribution support of the, you know, the outside infrastructure, um, nuclear power, transportation. Each of these have unique capabilities that they need to be able to, you know, have functionality that supports those requirements. And so um, I mentioned that we've worked with customers over the years. So we work closely with customers in each of those industries. And we incorporate, you know, and build out the capabilities that they need. Um, and have industry flavors um, for each of those industries. Um, you know, we're in the process of kind of expanding that. We've got some new industries that we're now starting to work with customers in, things like civil infrastructure. And that's really targeted at railways, roadways, bridges. And if you, you know, you just follow the news, right? It's going to be a lot of investment in that. And so we're trying to capitalize on that and also meet the needs of those customers that, you know, end up maintaining those types
0: of assets. You know, Maximo is, is about, it's about assets. So that asset might be a, a building. It might be a bridge. I mean, it could be a, a Navy ship. I mean, there's so many different asset classes that are impacted that, by Maximo and it, it is such a deep product. It's just really amazing what it can do. And, you know, there's a lot of upstarts out there who want to try to say, well, we're better than Maximo, but um I don't know, I haven't seen one yet.
2: Yeah, you know, um, we really, like I said, I think a key to to staying ahead is really what I said, you know, listen to customers and what they need. And a lot of that has driven us to develop not only the capabilities out of the box, but also, you know, ease of integration, ease of configuration. And that really, you know, as you mentioned, you know, the way you maintain one type of asset is gonna be different in another industry having the capabilities for our customers to kind of model Maximo after how they run their business has been a key differentiator for us and um, continues to be.
0: Now, you said that and you're working on a couple of different flavors and uh, maybe different industries for Maximo coming up. Uh, what, what else could you tell us about 2022 or what, what are things sure. that you can say?
2: Yeah, a couple of things. So traditionally, the Maximo that I was just sharing with you is in what we call the enterprise asset management space. Um, but over the past few years, we've started to expand the Maximo brand to get into asset performance management. So think of it more as the strategic side of maintain, of asset management, really understanding the health of your fleet of assets. You know Where are they in their life cycle? kind of scoring the health of those assets, and then enabling customers to make better decisions on whether they need to modify how they maintain them or maybe start to plan for repair. So we're kind of moving from the tactical side of asset management into more of the strategic point. Um, From a roadmap perspective, similar to what Lisa talked about with um, Tririga, we now have launched a Maximo application suite where we're now bundling in all the capabilities into this single suite of offerings to be able to meet everything from the basic work management pieces to the more advanced strategic side of of asset performance management. The other thing that we're addressing is again, improved and modernized usability um, and also introducing um, new technologies that are available as part of the suite. So things that let us leverage Um, artificial intelligence, right, to kind of help accelerate how technicians in the field can perform their work by giving them more information through a mobile device, as a good example. Um, We're also incorporating things like visual inspections. So many of our customers in different industries, whether it's manufacturing, is probably a good example, where they can take images of um, the products coming off the line to detect whether the quality is what it needs to be. If not, then that might mean that a piece of machine has to be fixed. So being able to automate and help you know, accelerate identifying quality issues, which then could lead to repairs sooner rather than later. So we're pretty excited about that, um, having this sweet approach and the introduction of, of new technologies.
0: Being more proactive. Instead of reactive, let's be proactive. Exactly. it's a great philosophy. And I think we're seeing... Uh both products move more that direction. And of course, we're seeing integration with uh, with AI. Like I know with TriRiga, we have Watson Assistant and things that are available to tie in. And, and these are technologies that are rapidly evolving. I think they're going to, these are, these are technologies that your bit players, if you will, out there can't begin to touch com- compared to what IBM can.
2: Yeah. And the fact, so yes, we're doing, I didn't want to throw out the Watson name, but yes, same thing, right? So we'll have access in the Maximo application suite to uh, the Watson discovery, machine learning, and the assistant capabilities. Um, and again, we're bundling it in. So as part of the suite, customers will have access to that. And um, it's pretty, uh, we're getting a lot of excited customers because of that.
0: So I have one more question for each of you. I'll start with Lisa. Um, I'll kind of pick on you first with it, which is, hey, it's IBM, Tririga. We hear it's really expensive. It's difficult to implement. You know, we can go out and buy three point solutions and get them in. How do you respond to that?
1: Yeah. So, you know, Tririga is an enterprise solution. It's enterprise software and it's priced accordingly and it's priced competitively. Um, you know, for the price, you're getting, you know, that enterprise software backed by IBM's industry expertise and global support organization. And you're, it's infused with IBM's technology, right? There are groups outside of the TriRiga team that are developing things like the AI and machine learning that we can then adapt and utilize within TriRiga that you wouldn't be able to do if you were a small point solution. You know, and one of the things about TriRiga, too, is that it's highly configurable. So with that flexibility, sometimes customers get lured into excessive adaptation of the system into their existing processes, which can lead to expensive deployments. So you know we recommend when people plan their deployments that they look at both you know, their current processes and the product capabilities to determine how to best use our tools and then figure out where their processes could maybe be adapted to take advantage of those capabilities so that they don't get into a scenario where the overall cost of ownership is too high because they're highly, highly configuring and customizing the software. Yeah,
0: that's that's a great explanation, actually. I think there's a lot of value, and especially you mentioned IBM's technology. And you know, IBM sets records every year with the number of te- technology patents that they are able to get and things. It's just a statement on the technology the company is driving. And a couple of years from now we'll have this conversation again and we'll we'll have TriRegus sitting on a quantum computer from IBM, uh, cranking out a lot of things. So Dave, the same question kind of over to you. You know, Maximo is um, again, it's an industry leader, and uh, but there is a price sometimes to pay for that. But there's also value. What is that value prop?
2: Yeah, the value is it's very similar to the you know what Lisa just shared with TriRiga, right? It is an enterprise solution. It's a proven solution. It can scale from small customers to multi-global. Um, you know implementations with you know thousands of users using the product. I think from a functional perspective, we've got a pretty significant investment in in Maximo. And you know when we talk to customers, they want to, as I said, they use it to run their business. They want something that's going to be around and that they can depend on, and they know IBM is going to stand behind it. So you know that's a that's a big differentiator for us. And you know it can just look historically, you know we've always evolved continue to keep the product you know current added new capabilities new technologies now so we're pretty excited about that from a from a licensing perspective we've actually simplified our licensing when we introduced right. the application suite so that you know as i mentioned we have all these additional expanded capabilities but it's all sold as a single product you pay for what you need and if you want to start to use some of the new newer capabilities it's there for them to take advantage of so We think that's going to be a big differentiator as well.
0: You know, I I think the application suite is actually interesting from that standpoint that, you know, your functionality is there. You just decide um, what you need available. And it's more of a decision of how much do you want to bite off in a product? What's your scope need to look like? What are your requirements? It's not about deciding on licenses anymore. It's just about deciding on what do I want to accomplish with these products? And we'll make decisions from there. I, I think that's a better approach. Exactly.
2: Yep. Yep. And, and we've done some things, like I said, you know, offerings that we used to sell are now just bundled in I'm, things like mobile access, right? It's just part of the suite, no separate licensing for it. So, you know, we did some things to really start to address that. Um, so not only adding new capabilities, but just making it easier for customers and their end users to have access to what they need to, to perform their jobs.
0: Great. Well, guys, I really appreciate the time today. It was a really interesting discussion. And I wish IBM and you the best in 2022. I think it's going to be a really good year for the products and the company. And uh, thanks for taking time to chat with me today.
2: You're very welcome. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Thank you.